welcome to the Maiden Romance Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Bailey, and we also have my co-host, Sab, aka SR7. Hi, Sarah. Hello, everyone. Hi. 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 <laughs> How are you? I'm okay. Good, good. How are you? I'm not too bad. I was unwell, but I'm feeling yes. a lot better now, as you know. Yes, I'm, I'm very pleased about this. Yeah. And the weather is um has taken a turn, so it's freezing. But you know, it's fine. The damn weather. <laughs> yeah, guys, it's been cold recently and it's not been very pleasant. <laughs> yeah, you're you're getting minus minus weather over there, aren't you? Yes. Although that's Celsius for our American friends. We don't convert to Fahrenheit, so you're gonna have to do that with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Anyway, Let's get into the podcast. Um, so this podcast, we're going to be talking about male archetypes in romance. <laughs> yes, we are. We have uh, dug up a couple of articles about these this subject, so we're going to dive into those. And I will make sure to provide links to these articles in the description. You can check them out yourselves. Let's get into the first list, shall we? Are we ready? Yes, we are ready. Okay, so we've got a list here called We Need a Hero. So we're going to go through all eight of these. So let's start with the first one, The Chief. This hero is the quintessential alpha hero. He might have been born to lead, or perhaps he conquered his way to the top. Either way, he's tough, decisive, committed. That means he's also a bit overbearing and inflexible. This man tends to be top of, top of his career field, maybe the CEO of a major corporation or a prince. If he's not already number one, it's only a matter of time. So. <laughs> and we all know these these chief types. Yes, we they do. are the, the standard alpha hero mm -hmm. that we often see in our romance books, unless you're writing an anti-hero. Yes, yes. Although our anti-heroes can have qualities of an uh, of the chief, I think, as well. But yes, you know, we're talking about we're talking about heroes in this. <laughs> mm. Okay. Yes. Yeah. We've definitely. Uh, I've definitely written some a few chief characters, or at least ones that have a, you know, of qualities. I do enjoy reading about them. These are like the classic kind of heroes that I grew up reading mm. when I first got into romance. And I love it. I love a prince, I have to say. So, yeah. <laughs> Royal romances. Royal romances. I just love it, you know, when he's looking for his, he's looking for his queen or he's looking for his princess and... I have, do you know what? I haven't read one of those in a really long time, and I, I might have to, uh, I might have to uh, do some browsing and find some, because they're just really, they're really nice. I love them. It always, it always, for me, it's always like the alpha hero. Uh, there's always a tendency of a clash with the um, hero and the heroine, because he's just really incredibly dominating and gets his way and she you know is obviously not 100% all for that at first so there will be clashes and stuff and I quite enjoyed that quite enjoyed that that chemistry yeah you see a lot of chiefs archetypes and say like um and well that will be an enemy's kind of to lovers thing because they're very much it's my mm. way or the highway guys and then mm. you get taught, taught that that's not actually <laughs> mm. a real world <laughs> <laughs> or at least not what not when it comes to their lady friend anyway. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm sure our listeners have uh, read many books with the with the with the chief uh, archetype. I do so, love the chief. I do. Yeah, you do. Me I and Tab love the chiefs. Yeah, so we're all for the chiefs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Big tick in a box of a chief. Okay, shall we move along to the next? Next one. Let's do that. Let's jump right okay. in. The next one is 
the bad boy. <laughs> this is the rebel, or the boy from the wrong side of the tracks. He's bitter, volatile, a crushed idealist, but he's also charismatic and street smart. He hates authority and doesn't buckle up under to anyone, which is why he uses jobs where he's his own boss. In Western historicals, he's the perfect outlaw. Well, I think we've all read books with the with the bad boy in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bad boy, yes. Yes, a hundred percent. I think a lot of women like bad boys. That's that's isn't that something that's like leveled against women is that they enjoy mm. going out dating bad boys even <laughs> Do you know what I'm thinking of? Sorry, when you were talking about bad boys. Yeah. I'm thinking about that YouTuber. You know, the one who reviews books? Oh, yes. And he always talks about the bad boy books that he reads. And it makes me laugh my head off. And I couldn't help it. I have to just laugh because it just makes me think of this. Because I I, I do think that some bad boys are written to... uh, They're not written in a way that's... What am I trying to say? I think... They could be They're little, cliches. That's exactly what I was about to say. They are cliches. Yes. So yeah, it's just it's just funny. But yeah, I agree. I I read too many cliches, bad boys, and then there's this like, and then there's this tendency for people to write these stories about the so-called bad boy with a who's actually like a, really a bad boy, but he's like has a heart of gold and stuff. And I'm just like, that's not really what I want to read, man. If he's not actually doing stuff that's like bad boy. Yeah. Why? Why are you trying to fool me into thinking this guy's a bad boy? Do you know what? I know it's really bad, but I always think of bad boys being the ones that are like in their leather jacket with their motor motorcycle, and they're they're, they're like after college or something, smoking against foot against the wall, yes. just leaning back, and you know, there's yes. the good girl who walks by, and she's like, you know, this this looks at this guy is just full of mystery and exudes masculinity and uh and yeah like that that's actually what i picture when one what, says so you're, so you're basically picturing like the movie grease when we think about that yeah but even though it, see bad boy he's a cool guy he's a cool, cool guy swab yeah he's very yeah cool. he does do some like a little bit of bad boy shit but not to the extent of like really bad yeah, like he doesn't get in trouble with the cops or anything like that. No, but he's just very. But he's cool. He's cool. He's cat. cool. Smooth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking with the leather jacket. Like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the kind of guy you can't bring home to your parents, kind of. Yeah. Kind that's, of that's that to me is the bad boy. Is the one that you can't bring home to your parents because he's like not not of the right caliber mm. for your. The, it wouldn't be the boy that you would, you know. Lots of these heroines do end up marrying him anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like for me, I would say in the Corrupt Empire, I would say Aiden's hundred percent a bad boy. Oh yeah, he is. He does make me think of bad boy with his tattoos and um, tastes, and yeah, so he's, he's very dark. <laughs> yeah. And there's the whole, you know, he is like an outlaw. He's like the vigilante who wants justice, that type of thing. Mm. So he is like, he is the bad boy. I mm. definitely say he's the bad boy. And actually, Avery ends up joking about him being a bad boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. there's two. <laughs> See, so I have written the bad boy man. I have written Sarah, yeah. I, think, I think it's safe to say from now that every archetype we bring up here you've written. Let's see. Let's find out. Let's find out. Okay. <laughs> well, 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 what about the about the chief? Okay, we know who the chief is. Okay, we I'm know gonna... who the chief is. <laughs> oh my god, flip sake. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm I'm I, I'm gonna say it's because I'm looking at your books on the shelf right now. I immediately okay. when I thought of chief, I'm thinking of uh, what have I got here? I've got the Benson siblings, so I'm thinking of Dante. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm thinking of a uh, Quinn. That's who I was waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Our boy Quinn. Quinn. <laughs> Quinn is like so cheap. It's um... Oh, 
I can't even talk about Quinn without grinning yeah, like a fool. Quinn is like the chief man. Anyway, let's not talk about Quinn anymore because I think we will gush about him for too long, and then, <laughs> then it will be like, damn son. Anyway, okay. okay. Move on to the next man, and that is the best friend. This is the beta hero. He's kind, responsible, decent. A regular Mr. Nice Guy. This man doesn't enjoy confrontation and can sometimes be unassertive because he doesn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But he'll always be there. We were in high school and didn't appreciate him. If we were smart, though, he's the guy we'd marry. He's a people person and he always puts the needs of others first. Well, the best friend. Yeah, I've you know, read some of you know who I think of as a best friend? I think of um I think of Eric. Oh yes, he is. I do, because he's just the sweetest of um he is a sweet guys. Yeah. He's a sweet. You know who else I think? Mm. James Benson. Oh my god! James, yes! Oh I love <laughs> him. No, a hundred percent, yes, he is he is the best friend. Oh just sweetie. But yeah, the the best friend people describing the best friend is like their cinnamon roll boys mm-hmm. who just are really sweet and will do anything for their heroines. And I love the best friend, but you know me, I'm I'm more of a I'm more more into the chiefs and the bad boys. It's not quite. Yeah, like you know, it's it's just a you know sometimes it just depends on mood. Like I would sway yeah. towards the bad boy kind of genre and. And then sometimes yeah. I just want the guy who's, you know, going to bake me something and bring me a cup of tea and listen to my problems. And, you know. <laughs> I do love men like that. Mm. I just want to, I just want to, you know, wrap you up in cotton wool and take you home. want to protect So that them. you can, yeah, you want to protect them and you want them to, like, protect you. They're oh. like, they're like the best kind of cats ever as well. Yes. You know, like they're just, they're just comfort. And just, oh, so yeah. So true. They're just like so sweet. They're essential, kind. you know. I don't think there's anything wrong with they the are. best friend being an archetype. They are so essential. They're like, they're like aftercare. They're like the aftercare. They're like, yeah, they are the fully. I agree. Like, you don't necessarily need, it doesn't have to be necessarily the hero in the in the story. It can be one of the the other characters in the stories. And I think we've always got to have that best friend character, you know, the sweet one. Mm. It's like a contrast to the manly man. There's a movie that I watch, and yes. it just made me think of this. Mm. And um, I forgot what it's called for the life of me. I don't know, but it's got Sandra Bullock in it, mm. and uh, it's kind of like a kind of country movie where um, she married like her her high school sweetheart, and they have a daughter. But then he ends up uh, cheating on her, so she moves back home to the country. But mm. there's this there's this guy who it's a small city, it's a small town kind of movie. And there's this guy yeah. who she went to school with, and he comes across as the cool cat. So like yeah. kind of he he comes across as kind of like a cowboyish kind of guy, but he's got such a heart of gold, and he yeah. always hasn't had an interest in her, and he just turns up to try and support her and um he's really kind but he's still got that kind of kind of mm. masculine like aura around him yeah so like even though he is this the best friend kind of vibe yeah. that i get from him you know and there hasn't actually been a moment in that movie where he's been um assertive or kind of muscled his way in to defend her or anything because it's not that kind of movie but i I found that that never bothered me but just the fact that he's there for her throughout all the stuff she goes through just makes him so desirable and just it's just it gives you a warm feeling and i really love that so yeah just made me think of that movie i can't remember what it's called though damn wait no i have to i have to google it one moment sorry you continue I totally love I love the best friend and I think he's a very important character in the oh in the world. it's called Hope Floats. Yeah. Oh, and it, guys. Yeah, it's a lovely <laughs> romance drama movie. 
yep. made in 1998. Okay. Okay. So let's move on to the next man known as the charmer. <laughs> We've all known these types. Fun, irresistible, smooth operator, yet not too responsible or dependable. Might be a playboy or a rogue, but he doesn't commit to a woman easily. He's not crazy about hard work and he might be in sales or a gambler in the Wild West. Okay. Well. I'm immediately going to think of uh, Zav. <laughs> yep. 100% you do it. Zav. Yeah. Zav is such a charmer. But Zav's got a heart. But Zav's got a heart of gold. Yeah. Too sweet. But yes, we do know these men, these playboys. <laughs> Playboy. Um... <laughs> Who like to, you know, spread it around? And... <laughs> yeah, that's a nice way of putting it. But yeah, yeah. I actually sometimes find that the the, the charmer, like a, you know, an undercurrent of like being like actually really. He can be. He's a good guy, but he just is kind of you know deep down. But he just just likes to have fun. He's like the bachelor, isn't he? He's like yeah. the single and just like, you know, just casually getting by life by doing his own thing and, you know, the non-committal type until yes. he does meet that one girl who changes his whole fucking life and, yeah. Turns his life upside down and, and ruins him. <laughs> yeah. She brings him to his knees. Yep. Yeah. We all love that kind of hero. That's my favourite, as you know, my favourite thing in the world. We yeah. all know this, that I love it when a woman brings a man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Alright, so let's let's move on to the And I think that this is going to be quite... Uh, I already know who this is. Yes, I do too. <laughs> the Lost Soul. Tortured, secretive, brooding, and unforgiving. That's this man. But he's also vulnerable. He might be a wonderful cast. In work, he's creative, but probably also a loner. So he might be an undercover cop or do something artistic. Yeah, you know. We we all know who this is. This is Rory. This is Rory, 100%. Listen, have you just, like, based your characters of these eight archetypes no i have not based my characters off these eight archetypes they just happened just happened because archetypes are quite important in romance you know? yeah <laughs> but yes our lost soul is kind of our a lot i think a lot of the anti-heroes fall under the your your lost soul trope as well it's like oh man mm-hmm. they're like you know the ones that have really and that it's damaged them in some way and they've got to kind of, you know, find the right woman to bring them out of that and help them heal. Do you know who else I think of? Mm. I'm, I'm, I don't know why I'm bringing up so many movies, man, but I, <laughs> when I think of The Lost Soul, I just immediately could think of Edward Scissorhands and he's yes. just like, he's just, he's just, my heart hurts. He's just there in the bloody, like, a castle place all by himself and lost and lonely and doesn't understand and, and then yeah sorry i just oh, my bad my yes bad. i completely agree and the lost soul is definitely um the kind of thing that you would see as like the beauty in the thing as well you know mm-hmm. so oh yeah yeah definitely definitely, definitely agree and i do love the lost soul mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of a sucker for the damaged man. They're, they're kind <laughs> of the, the, they're the best to to. Oh, there's so many bests to write about. They're yes. one of the best to write about mm. because there's so much you can go into and dive into in their their life yes. their life story and what makes them who they are. And it's just so rewarding to see a change in them as they yes. progress and they find love and they find hope. And that's important. Hope is, it's just a beautiful uh, transformation to, uh, to to witness. And Yes. Uh, and I think that's why it's one of the most kind of like popular ones to mm. use and say kind of more of the darker romances and things like that. It's because 
you get to go on that journey or even like paranormal romance of course the lone vampire the lone oh, the lone wolf that yeah. type of thing <laughs> yes. you're like your heart is like full now thinking of all these like lone wolves who just need to have need to find love need to find you know her and you know who else that i would i would bring up as a lost soul who? that i've written oh wait 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 she's... wait let me guess wait okay <laughs> i'm the cp so i have to i have to get this okay <laughs> <laughs> is it a story you've published yes is it an old or a new an older one is it a paranormal romance yeah is it asriel yes but i was also thinking it is asriel it's also and it's also wrecked those three oh. are all lost souls wait hold on you said asriel rex and who lucifer oh, of course lucifer is like so tortured yeah definitely I, I, I'd always assume that the angels are the, the, the worst. Yeah, definitely. Well, if we're gonna, and if we go back to the charmer, I would say that um, Jamie is a charm, is the charmer character. Oh, he's so much fun! <laughs> he's so much fun. He's the he's the funniest one. Well, there's okay. Alistair. Yes, Alistair's not. Well, Alistair wasn't really. He was kind of the charm. So, uh, he was a. Yeah, he he's kind of like. Yeah, that's true. Why do I write these charming characters? I don't know. Because they are fun. They are very they are fun. fun. They they bring the comic relief, and they it's always nice to mm. uh, read a book where you've got that hero who is that that fun kind of just of all like he he likes yes. to wind up the heroine, so you get that com you get that comedy and that yeah it just it makes you laugh because. You so always know that they're going to wind up the heroine in some way, and that the, the banter is just on point. Like that's why. That's so true. <laughs> let's let's uh, move on to the next one. Mm -hmm. The professor. The first time you meet him, this logical, introverted, and inflexible guy might not be your best uh, your idea of it. But take another look. He is genuine about his feelings. At work, he likes cold, hard facts. Thank you very much. But he is also honest and faithful and won't. Okay. Okay. Who am I thinking of? Um, I have no idea. I actually don't know how I've written this. You know, I I kind of feel like you haven't... Okay, so it's still a work in progress, but I'm thinking of... This could possibly be one of the horsemen. Uh, no. No? Is that because they're all too dark? Yeah, <laughs> they're not. Trust me, then. I don't think that. I think they're all up in the in the other category because I don't think that they're. None of them are like very. None of them are very introverts or very low. Okay. No. I don't have think you, I've written one of these guys. I haven't written one of them. Mm. Oh well, it doesn't really matter if we haven't written them. <laughs> oh no, just just interesting. Like I'm, I'm, I literally, I'm going through these archetypes and thinking just comparing yeah i just i can't think of many stories i've read with this guy either he's just not i don't think i'm as drawn to this type of archetype of a man particularly mm. so i've never really yeah i mean this is the type of man that i wouldn't necessarily cast as a hero i might have a different role if that makes sense in the book would this would this kind of be like this kind of character sounds like they would be like a doctor or mm. um like a scientist or something. Yeah, like like a nerdy. I mean that's probably why it's called the professor, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah, I only just clock, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so like a teacher or someone who's just like very analytical about things as opposed to being like emotional. I just uh that's probably why I've not because um, that's not really the type of heroes that I kind of, uh, you know. Do you know what though? I might. Go for. I think I'll say um, I. I'm going to shout out to uh, EJ mm. because uh, EJ Dawson for those people who yes, are wondering. EJ Dawson, mm -hmm. author of uh, Queen of Spades trilogy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, she has a character who I I think of. 
and he is a uh, he is a doctor, and that's Cave. So it made me think of Cave actually. So yeah, that, yeah. That I think I think it's safe to say I've read. I've read. You have read the professor. There you go. We yeah. both read the professor's heart. There we go. Yeah. But he's not actually the hero of this story. So no. Again, yeah, I'm trying to think of it like I don't think I've read a book. Like I said, I don't think I've really read a book that has that this art as a hit cover. Oh well. Hmm. Ah. Okay. Anyway. Oh damn, bro. Okay. <laughs> the next one. Yeah. I know who we're going to describe as this. <laughs> the swashbuckler. This guy is action, action, and more action. He's physical and daring, fearless. He's a daredevil or an explorer. He needs thrills and chills to keep him happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to actually go away from Sarah's books and we're going to go to Sab's book because you write about pirates. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but this is, <laughs> this is one. This is one that's not published because that's still... No in the in the works but yeah that this would be definitely one of my yeah, my heroes I can't I don't really I'm not into like action books so I'm, I don't think I've really like read too many like romances like where there is a swashbuckler character unless you're going towards like the fantasy yeah you know it's probably why I've never seen one like this I don't know if you get do you get these kind the, the swashbuckler in contemporary romances though no i don't think you do that's yeah. really, i don't really mm. Mm. so yeah yeah i do <laughs> i have to say they're fun, <laughs> they're, definitely they are fun. fun. they're just reckless people <laughs> exactly they're reckless. they're reckless but like they're 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 a jack sparrow come on yeah yes they're, jack they're, sparrow or, yeah. or indiana jones yeah yeah those type of people Mm -hmm. Okay, and now we're going to move on to the last one in this list, the warrior. This man is the reluctant rescuer or the knight in shining armour. He's noble, tenacious, relentless, and he always sticks up for the underdog. If you need a protector, he's your guy. He doesn't buckle under the under to rules, and he doesn't go along just to get along. <laughs> wow. I know who this is. Okay. Who? Can you guess? Okay, wait. I'm gonna do this again. Um, is it is it an old book or a new book? What do you consider an old book? <laughs> Something you published like, you know, during the first stages when you start writing. Oh no, a newer book. It's one of my my uh, newer darker books. It's not. It's not one of the Horsemen, is it? No, no. It's a published book. <laughs> Shall I just tell? You? Just tell me, man. Just tell me. I was going to go with Brent. Oh! <laughs> I just feel so much joy. I love him. He is my... Okay, out of oh. my heroes I've ever written, Brent is the one that I would be like, he is marriage material. Marriage, yes. Like, just marry me. I just wanted to I just wanted to marry him. I was like, you could, I'm like, step out of the way, Jen. I want to marry him. <laughs> yes. That makes so much sense. Because it's called Protect. He's a protector. Mm -hmm. yes. He does. He goes out of his way to protect Jen, even though he doesn't really deal with all this mess. But, yeah, he is... He, yeah, I, I do love the warrior, because they're the ones that kind of, you know... It's like your typical bodyguard romance. Those are always warriors. They're like, want to protect mm -hmm. their, the, the woman. Not that I've read many bodyguards. I know that they're very popular. Have I read one? I'm sure I've read at least, well, aside from yours, I'm sure I've read one. Have I? Yeah. Oh, shit. Have I read one? Well, I'm sure we see it in other things, like just a man that just does anything to protect his, his woman. Damn, son. I, lo I do love a warrior. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't? Who wouldn't? Who doesn't want a man protecting him? Okay, okay. Um, we mean Sarah are not damsels in distress, it's okay, but in books, I sometimes really love just a man super protective. But she doesn't have to be a damsel in distress to let a man protect her. Just saying, because Jen is not a damsel in distress. Oh my god, no, she's a firecracker. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so you can have the man who wants to protect the woman, but she's like, 
but yeah. you're not doing that. Yeah, yeah. And I love the contrast there, where she, where the woman's just like, "Okay, you, I'm not your, I'm not a damsel. You can't rescue me." <laughs> and then he does end up rescuing her anyway, which is just, just oh. she's just she's just a wildcat, to be honest. And all he wants to do is, is just cuddle her. I know, he just you know, love, love on her, and she's yeah. just like, nah, bro. <laughs> no. Yeah, I might want to get in with you between the sheets, but you're not allowed. To, you're not protecting. Me. I'm fully just thinking of um, Looney Tunes and oh, yeah. uh, the, the skunk, like Pepe Le Pew, who like literally sees this um i swear it's a cat it's not even a skunk it's a it's a black and white cat and just grabs this cat and is is going all full um full like kissing and and wanting to cuddle them and they're just trying to escape from clutches it's so funny i love it kills me oh Oh, my gosh damn son Oh god, I'm sorry. Oh, I love it. Okay, so that was our first wonderful list there of uh, <laughs> male arc. Male arc. We're gonna go on to the to the next one. Yeah. Um, do you want to read this one, or should I continue reading? You can continue reading because okay, my throat's. I need water. I can't, <laughs> I can't do much. I'm gonna end up having a coughing fit or something. But yeah continue okay so this list that we found is based on archetypes as greek gods which we thought was going to be really interesting so it's this uh so it's kind of like looking at the modern version of these qualities that it's got so i thought me and sab thought this would be interesting to look at so we're going to go with number one which is the protector and that would be Ares, the greek god he is all about being physical, spontaneous, impulsive. At first, and I think later, he wants to win and is fiercely protective. He fears being constricted, bored, and having his having to use his mind over body. He's motivated by survival, and the extreme of it, this character can be violent, yearning to fight with poor self-image and a bad temper. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I mean, Ares is like. The uh, the god of basically, isn't he? Yes. So yes, yes. okay. Yeah. I think that we. Know. <laughs> I think we can. Uh, we know who this might be about. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say Sarah's writing a, a book about the four horsemen and then why. Which is so. just honestly, I, I can't even. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Let's leave. not talk about him. Let's not do that. Not do that. Okay, but we can talk about this as a character archetype. I guess not all of them have to be extreme characters. Mm. I'm just trying to think of like I don't see this that much. It's kind of difficult to know who would be. I don't know. Have you seen this much in books that you've read? Um, geez. I mean, let's see. <laughs> I I. I don't know. It's hard to say if I've seen a single hero with all of these characteristics. Yeah. Um, but I've definitely seen heroes with with these characteristics as a separate. Yeah. Entity. I don't know, Sarah. I've read so many. Yeah, me too. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to the number two, which is the businessman, which is based on Apollo. She's healing. He is in career, planning his life, competing success. He fears failure in the workplace and getting too intimate. He keeps his emotional afraid of rejection. He's motivated by the need to succeed and a drive to compete. The extreme of this character tends to feel betrayed, wants revenge, is viciously competitive and uses people. Damn, son! Jesus, that took a turn. Like I was like reading this and I was thinking, oh, okay, fair enough. Fair enough, quite vulnerable. Emotional distance, afraid of rejection. I get it. But then <laughs> took a wow. get, like, damn, use people? What? Well, I guess the business yeah, but if you're talking about like you know, CEOs of companies, then yes, I would say that they do use people to get money. And, and, and the, game. 
like the extreme of this character tends to feel betrayed just makes me feel like they've just been so much been through so much shit in their life that they they're just you know those you know those heroes who have been mm. like hurt so badly and then they just throw themselves into work mm. just to forget about life and be kind of like yes definitely they yeah they don't need anyone and nothing they keep them. back their emotions you know yeah. what you know who this is. Uh is it is, <laughs> this, is this again one of the other horsemen? No. I was thinking of one of your characters. One of my ca oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> not on the extreme he's not on the extreme of this, but yes, this this kind of like character arc I think is a very this yeah, I would say that's all him, definitely. Oh wow, yeah, damn. I mean it's slap, I forgot about that. <laughs> Yes, that's a, a book that you're supposed to be finishing to. <laughs> I bought... Anyway, let's not go into that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's move on. Number three, the the recluse, which is based on Hades, who is the god of the underworld. Yes. The name tells all. He wants to be left alone, shuns others. He's afraid of crowds, his emotions, of spinning out of control. His motivation springs from his need to understand himself and his world. In extreme... This type of man is antisocial, psychotic, terrified of rejection, intimidating, and shuns all affectionate relationships. <laughs> and, uh, safely say that I have written this before. Listen, we're going to go with. Uh, I'm thinking of all kinds of peoples. I'm thinking of Rory again for this. Definitely. Oh my God. Bless that man. Bless that man. Hey, he fell in love and, and you know. Still really fucked up, actually. Have to say, even despite oh, yeah, that. If we, 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 we want to talk about that scene, but yeah, but yeah, yeah, let's not talk about that scene. That 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 was, yeah. Anyway, I know lots of guys like this. Actually, not like in the not in real life, but <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. No, I can I can see this is a lot of kind of like this is like the tortured hero type thing, you know. Again, yeah. Um, Definitely. Okay, let's move on to the number four, which is the Fool, which is based on Hermes. This character is seeking freedom, reckless adventures, often an eternal child. He can also be very positive in his childlike accepting ways. He fears losing his freedom, getting bored, being committed to relationships or deals. His motivation stems from the need to know and the desire to try everything character is seen in the con man one who hates authority is self-absorbed disregards law and propriety lacks empathy damn anyone who lacks empathy i'm like scary i really like that they talk about like these are uh, archetypes um mm. with their pros and then their cons <laughs> like like you're reading yes. the star sign your horoscope i love it <laughs> yeah fools in in books i think i've read a lot of those definitely it's free spirit seeking freedom reckless adventures an eternal child sounds like a pirate you know it does yeah would be pirate i'm <laughs> sorry <laughs> i can't help myself do i do yeah he's proper pirate con man hates authority mm -hmm. Self-absorbed, disregards yes. law, 100%. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Moving on. Now is the ladies' man, based on Dionysus. Well, yes, of course. <laughs> the one who gets drunk all the time. Yes. Just a fuck. <laughs> he's, he's all about sex, romance, flirting, pleasure, physical safety above all else he fears losing appeal losing his youth and virility and avoids commitment or feeling trapped he's motivated by a deep acceptance or a drive to win or seek fleeting pleasures to give him a sense of fulfillment the extreme of this character can be possessive abusive disloyal and explosive <laughs> jesus <laughs> well i have to admit i have written the ladies man and we all know who that is yep um I don't think that the that that, that 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 I've ever written someone who's abusive. 
No, no. it's not attractive. No, okay, guys, there's abuse is not attractive, people. Mm. Yes. The ladies' man, the man whore, the one who spreads around his love to many people. <laughs> the way you say it, I, I just can't. Okay, let's let's actually like be crude about this. The one who gives his cock to as many women as possible. <laughs> Has a revolving door of <laughs> revolving door of pussy. Oh I went there, bro. <laughs> Jesus okay. I can't Move. say the I can't say the word out loud without being like embarrassed. Like it's not a word that I I throw out there, you know? No, I, d I don't really say it, like, in general conversation yeah. with people. Not even when I'm swearing at the top of, like, not at the top of my lungs, but, like, you know, when, you know, road rage it takes over, it's like... Because you use a quite a, a very worse, a worse word. I, I use it, I, yeah, see you next Tuesday word, yeah, that, <laughs> that one. Exactly. Yes, we're <laughs> not going to say that word on the podcast, okay, people? Anyway, let's move along from that. Yeah. Let's not talk about Sarah's Rose Rage. <laughs> Number six, the Messiah, which is based on Osiris. Oh, is that how you pronounce it? Osiris. Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. The male face of this archetype is all about being male. The power of the male personality. He's concerned with healing the soul more than the body. He fears failure of his quest or purpose, being misunderstood or not taken seriously. He's motivated by his desire to help others sacrifice himself for the greater good. He's driven by the great purpose or a vision and willing to battle whoever stands in his way. The extreme of this character is harshly critical of others who oppose his views, overly passionate so that he breaks others' spirits and egos. <laughs> he always he's right and should all should believe the way he believes, and those who don't, he punishes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, this is like the uh, toxic masculinity. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. You're right. Damn son. Uh, yeah, I'm not like I'm not keen on men who are like too like I'm a man and and I will not cry and I will be a man. No. I'm so sorry. <laughs> when it says when it says overly passionate, so that he breaks other <laughs> other spirits and egos. Jeez, it's like quite extreme. How is how is this how is this a a male so archetype? That's the, it's a, yeah, but that's an extreme version. Is this like what buddy romance? I don't even know, but yeah, I'm down for that kind of shit. No. Oh dear. Okay. Why is he called the Messiah? Why is I it? I don't know. Okay. Oh, huh. that, that's uh, yeah. Okay. So moving on. Number seven is the artist, which is based on Poseidon, as we know as the god of the sea, mm -hmm. the oceans. He cares about his creativity, expressing his emotions. He worries what others will think of him and wants to be treated fairly. He tries to appear he's in control and is strong, although often suffers self-doubt. He's made by a drive to be admired, be, to be important, to stand out from the crowd. The extreme of this character is deceitful, manipulative, playing games with people's hearts, reckless and angry, without boundaries and easily enraged. He'll also hold a grudge forever. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's a bit, a bit much. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn, son. Hold a grudge forever. Forever. That's serious. Serious. <laughs> I know. I'm like the extreme version of these characters are not attractive. Like, no. Um, wow. I what? Like deceitful, manipulative, playing games with people's hearts. That's not very nice. No. Very attractive. Oh, that's really not. Damn. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just like. <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. And um, we'll 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 go to the last one. <laughs> Number eight, as we can all imagine, who this is? Yep. The king. Yeah. Zeus. He rules his kingdom. Those in his life, 
He longs to be admired, in charge, worshipped. He wants to be the best of the best and pushes himself to get there. He fears competition, that someone will rise above him, someone younger, faster, stronger. He's motivated by a strong need for approval and recognition and power. The extreme of this character is domineering, arrogant, oppressive, and often humiliates others. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I, I can't say that I'm like not a fan of domineering men in books. No, no. I mean, mm, yeah. Neither I always right. just have favourites. <laughs> <laughs> um, the king, I definitely would say these are like the, the Dom guys. Who like yes, like the proper like I'm all everything, which we obviously know who that is. Jesus. Yeah, I know. Definitely. In in the extreme version, <laughs> in the extreme at times. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I think these men can learn to change. These were quite like violently ext- and extreme. These ones. Yeah, I agree. I pre- I think I preferred the other list. Mm. No, I did. Yeah, I definitely agree. <laughs> I prefer the other list because mm-hmm. this this one just it just makes me double think about characters and like I don't think mm. it's uh, accurate but then I think you know there you have it yeah wow <laughs> but no like yeah so the others will always we'll go with the first list yes but just you know there are definitely eight archetypes say so yeah and and, uh, i think you know most of them i've read or written most Mm. of my like some of them i'm not so keen on but what okay let's go for this what what would be your favorite one if you were like had to pick one oh my gosh you're gonna put me on the spot like this okay um let me see let's go through um so (laughs) the alpha hero there's bad boy best friend Charmer. Okay, I can eliminate. Let me mm. let me eliminate as I go through the list. So, well, my mine would always always be the lost soul. I, <laughs> if I had to pick, I wouldn't pick the bad boy. No. Um, I wouldn't pick the charmer. Um, I wouldn't pick the professor. No. I. I also wouldn't pick the swashbuckler, despite me writing about pirates, because I I'm a worrywart. So therefore, if my you know if if the guys all like you know out yeah. there diving off cliffs and stuff, hmm. it's just gonna increase my anxiety anyway. Um, but yeah, no, I mean in in romance, like reading books, I, yeah, yeah. they're okay, but they're not your not favorite. They're not my favorite, no. funnily enough. Um okay, so it's a it's 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 between the warrior, the lost soul, and um the chief. The chief. To be fair, those would be my top three as well. Oh really? Well there's a surprise. <laughs> there's a surprise that means Sam are very alike. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. But no yeah, yeah. those yeah. three I think we I don't think we can choose like We'll go with those at the top three. I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to be. I don't want to force you into choosing. No, no. But yeah, those are. I mean, the perfect hero is um, a blend of all these three. I agree. I definitely agree in that respect. Mm. Um, damn, son. Yeah. Oh my god, this reminds me of something. This. This is. Probably slightly off topic. <laughs> but, when have we ever stayed on topic when we podcast? But when that, well, when we were, as we were discussing like different men archetypes, and obviously we've discussed which uh, uh which in the in the from the quintet, who is who? What Matt? But everyone lovingly remembers Matthew. He actually asked me out of which three in real life, or sorry, which four of the men in real life would actually go want to be with okay and i don't know if you um so i i went through the list i saw i went through quinn zav eric and rory and i thought in real life who would i genuinely find attractive and want to be with and i think you might be surprised about the answer 
Um, okay, guess, guess for me. Out of out of the guys, the five, yeah. the, the 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 four. Four. Okay. Um, like in real life, not not my book. Men, right. But okay. like real life men. I think you might be surprised by the answer, but I'm not sure. Let's see how well sadness. <laughs> Should I say? Okay, wait. Eric. No. Oh, okay. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Wait. Yeah. It would be Yes. Oh, okay. Because, okay, I'm going to explain to you. I, I explained this to Matt. Matt actually agreed with me. He said, I think that you would be Zab too. But because he's like really funny, yeah, would make me laugh all the time. Uh, he's a bit of a, he's not too much in the bedroom. I mean, he's a bit of a dominating guy, but not too much. It's not extreme in the way that Quinn and Rory are. So that would be probably my, and he's he's loyal, sweet when he wants to be, but he's funny as well. And I like funny guys. Yeah. You know, yes, he has, he's a joker and stuff, but, you know, I think Eric's a bit too much of a cinnamon roll for me. I need someone. So yeah, there you go. If I was to really choose the man in real life, it would be Sav. <laughs> so apparently I go for the charmer. No, I'm joking. I don't normally go for charmers. I just find he has much more to him than just being charming. That's <laughs> Yeah, it's true. But there you go. There, there you go, guys. In real life, that's who I would actually pick. In in the book world, that's in, in fiction, that's very different. But no, in real life, that's who I would choose. I'm going to ask you who you choose because I don't know if you want to put yourself out there. Yeah, let's, let's not do that. Because <laughs> you, know, you know who I would choose. But, uh, I, I'm already fully aware and I'm not going to, going to go into that with our listeners. Thank you're, you. You, our listeners are welcome to guess if they want to, but please don't message Sav and ask. <laughs> she, will, she will kill you, kill me. Um, just, just, she'll be too embarrassed about it, so just don't. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, moving on. I think that I think uh, that just <laughs> wraps up our discussion about male archetypes. I think we've kind of said our favourites uh, are our chiefs, our lost souls, and our warriors. Um, and you know, have a look at the list. Like I said, I'm going to include the links and see what you is your favourite male archetypes. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You can always even let us know what your favorite male, male archetypes are and why, because we are on social media and we can. We could do. We could do. Um, when after this uh episode, mm-hmm. we could do a poll actually. Yeah. Okay, guys. We yes. Look out for the poll that we're going to do on Twitter about what is your favorite male archetypes. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we're going to get only be able to choose four options, but hey, who cares? We could we could do a part two. Yeah, we'll do a part two, guys. So look out for that. So that was the Maiden Romance podcast, and that was our discussion on male life. We will see you next time, guys. Bye. Bye.